I think the biggest impact is just the direction that people want their community to go. You know, it could be for uh, an issue, you know, a referendum on a tax issue. You know, do you want to spend more taxes on position A or B? The best thing is that you get to go in and make the decisions for your community. Welcome to Better Together with Costi Epifonsev, a podcast on parenting, business, and living life intentionally. We're here every week to bring you thoughtful conversation on making your own path to success, challenging the status quo, and finding all the ways we're better together. Here's your host, Costi Epifonsev. Hey, y'all, this is Costa, and today I'm here with my guest, Amos Powers, Putnam County Election Commissioner, Tennessee Democratic Vice Chairman, former 15th District State Executive and field rep for House Representative nominee Brett Carter. Today, we're talking about the 2022 election, the power of local politics, and the importance of your vote. Amos, thank you for joining us today. Give us some background on your journey politically and what your role as Putnam County Election Commissioner entails. Well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm glad to be here and, and glad to be a part of this. So I grew up in Tennessee, was born here in Tennessee. And uh, when I was younger, I had family that was involved in politics. So it kind of rubbed off watching them do their thing and then watching the elections. And then the 2000 election kind of really got me interested in politics. And so I, I was interested from then on, helped on various you know campaigns with a few things. I helped Governor Brett in his re-election campaign when he ran for re-election. Nice. And then I went to uh, Tennessee Tech, studied political science and graduated from there. And then as you mentioned in 2010, Brett Carter was one of the Democratic candidates uh, running for U.S. Congress. That was an open seat then. And so I volunteered to work with his campaign and, and done some things here in the Upper Cumberland uh, with him and, and his campaign. And then after I graduated Tennessee Tech, I started law school, but then that I was kind of moved to a different direction. And and then went to graduate school and got my master's in international relations. I'd always wanted to uh, run for an office and I sure, trying yeah. to think of what office I wanted to run for. And then I decided that I wanted to run for uh, U.S. Congress. I spent hardly any money and just drove around and met people and had a really good time just one, getting to know people here in the area and the issues that affect them, but then also having that experience of running a good, clean campaign. And my opponent was uh, Congresswoman Diane Black. And it, it was even mentioned that we had the probably the cleanest campaign in the country because, you know, we didn't go after each other. We talked about the issues. And even when I called to congratulate her, she was very, very nice. And I appreciate that. And and so that just kind of got my feet wet in politics. And then from there, I started doing a lot of stuff with the local Democratic Party and then worked with the uh, Democratic County Chairs Association as their vice chair and just kind of helped the other county party chairs across Tennessee with, you know, if they have issues or need advice or need information from the state party. And then in 2018, I ran for state executive committee man. They have one for both parties. Uh, They have uh, male and female that represents each Senate district. In that role, we are the governing body of the Democratic Party. And so with that, we represent the uh, six counties that's in the current 15th district. Of course, that'll change after the election this year. And just worked with those county parties, you know, and made sure they knew what was going on with things at the state party and then vice versa. You know, if they needed something, we were their line of communication to the state party and then the local party here had asked if anyone was interested in the election commission. And of course, I was very interested. And so I stepped aside as the uh, county party chair to be considered. Then I was appointed to the county election commission as one of the uh, Democratic 
commissioners. And on the election commission, we don't really work for one party or the other. We work together as a group. There's three Republicans and two Democrats. And the five of us, you know, we have the responsibility of making sure that one, we appoint the administrator of elections. We uh, make sure that we have poll workers for the elections coming up. So I've been working on that. The Republicans will work on the Republican poll workers and the Democrats will work for the Democratic poll workers. And then, of course, we certify the election results and we just show people, you know, that we are conducting a free, fair and open election. So you've been in politics pretty much your entire life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, since yeah, 2000, you caught the much. bug and you, you just never stopped. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, when I was younger, I had uh, relatives that were both Democrats and Republicans. Right. So at, then I really wasn't sure, you know, which party. And then as I got older, you know, I looked at both and what issues that I cared about. So that's uh, how I got more involved in the Democratic Party. And also a lot of our, at that time, local elected officials were uh, Democrats. And so working with them on their campaigns and just as some, as some people say, I caught the bug. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Politics. I like that you ran a clean campaign. I'd like to share one of the conversations that I had with uh, Representative Ryan Williams about the governor's race, this last one. One of the reasons that Bill Lee won the election was because Diane Black and Randy Boyd spent so much time taking shots at one another and people were just tired of that type of politics. And so, you know, Bill Lee kind of raised above the fray. And so I love that people can run clean campaigns. I think a lot of times we get in the mud and people completely miss the message of what people that are running for elected office are trying to do. So nice job. Thank you. And I I think it's important you don't really talk about your opponent. You can talk about their votes and things like that and uh, and their, where they stand on issues. But I think people want to clean, you know, they want to know where you stand on issues and not why is the other person bad. I think they say that when you start talking about the other candidate is when you start to lose, because obviously that means you have nothing to say, right? You have no policy positions. And, and I think here in Tennessee, people don't like the negative politics. It's probably different on the national level, but local and, and state politics, the races that we focus on more, people here don't like the negative TV ads or, you know, the comments, you know, they just want to know where do you stand on issue A, B and C, and then they can make their decision of this is the right candidate. So, Amos, what motivates you to keep working in politics and especially local politics? I think the thing that motivates me is serving as an election commissioner. You know, I feel like I'm serving my community and doing something good and and making sure that people know how to register to vote, know where they need to vote, who the candidates are, you know, and that we're working together, Democrats and Republicans on the election commission to make sure that the election is free, it's fair. If you meet the requirements to vote, you know, you can go and vote. And if you're registered, you know, we can tell you how to get registered, the deadlines of of everything, and it, it just keeping people informed. So of all the positions that you've had, Because, I mean, you've ran for office. I mean, heck, you ran for Congress. What did you enjoy the most? I would probably have to say I really enjoy the election commissioner just because I'm working, you know, with people of, of another political party and we're working together. We work really well together. The elections is a big part of our democracy. And I think, you know, us, all five of us serving in, in that role, it keeps me motivated to, to yeah. doing it. And it gives me a sense of I'm, I'm serving my community sure. and we're, we're doing good work. Yeah. 
On the way over here, one of the things that I was thinking about was something that I keep hearing in the state capitol is that the Democrats held power for 150 years. And Republicans have really only been in power since 2010. Then I start thinking about the ideological changes of the two political parties. And I start to realize, and it kind of goes back to what you just said about working together between two political parties. There's really not that much difference between the people that represent one party or another. Being in the environment that you're in at the election commission and working together to solve a singular issue, to be able to provide a singular service, like, you know, making sure you run a fair and free election, that's the beauty of politics. It's bringing people together because you have to recognize that two political parties represent the United States of America, which is more important than any political ideology, right? And that is embodied in the election commission. And I love that. On that note, I am curious, what is the greatest impact to our community as a result of local elections? I think the biggest impact is just the direction that people want their community to go. You know, it could be for uh, an issue, you know, a referendum on a tax issue. You know, do you want to spend more taxes on position A or B? The best thing is that you get to go in and make the decisions for your community. Do you think that we should have more referendums on ballots? I think they're good, you know, with with some issues, but I think the local legislative bodies, the city councils and county commissions and state legislature. I mean, I think there are representatives, so I think they can make the hard decisions. But I think both, if there's an issue that the citizens want on, you know, and they can, you know, make the decision, do they want it to move forward or or not? Right. It's kind of like polling the entire state right? As opposed to leaving it at the hands of just the representative, you can also just kind of get a barometer of where people stand on a certain issue. Exactly. I know Griffey, he's a rep out of West Tennessee, and he's trying to put three questions about marijuana on the ballot. Just to, it's non-binding. I mean, it's not like you're voting on marijuana legalization or anything like that, but it's just a way to get people to start having the conversation about whether or not Tennessee and support it. And so I think in some ways, because polling is very expensive, and candidates don't have a lot of money, contrary to popular opinion, this is a way to be able to see where Tennessee stands on certain issues. So I love that answer. Now, in your opinion, do votes hold more weight locally than nationally? I'm going to say, in my opinion, that both, you know, I've uh, shared a video from the Secretary of State's office. You know, of course, their thing is, you know, in Tennessee, it's hard to cheat in Tennessee elections, but it's easy to go and vote. You know, they they have a video explaining why does your vote matter? And in, in that, you know, they talk about races here in Tennessee. Uh, like I think one or two races they mentioned that uh, were either tied or maybe decided by one vote. And then, Incredible. of course, you know, they talk about the 2000 election, you know, in Florida. It was very close. I think your vote matters on both levels because it's your voice. If you don't vote, you're not exercising your voice of what you believe in or how you want the local community or the national community, the direction that you want it to go in. Amos, what are the greatest challenges facing elections in 2022 and how will this election be shaped by 2020? Locally, we're, you know, we're always looking for poll workers. So I think it's not necessarily a challenge, but I think that's probably one of our top priorities is just making you know sure if you're registered to vote, you can become a poll worker and work on election day or early voting and just help us have a, a, a free, fair, and 
open election, you know, and when I say open, I mean, people can vote early vote, you know, they can go on election day. If you meet the requirements, you can uh, vote by absentee ballot. We always give you deadlines of, you know, when you have to be registered by. So as long as you're a registered voter, here in Putnam County or whatever county you live in, you can go and and vote and make your voice heard. On the national level, since the 2020 election, you know, with election integrity and things like that, I think that will be a challenge on the national level. But here locally, as I said earlier, there's Democrats and Republicans on the election commission. We work very well together. You know, an example of that is at our last meeting, we sealed the ballot boxes and a lot of people, you know, may not know the process of that. And so with that process, there's two locks that go on the ballot box. One is a a Democratic lock and one is a Republican lock. A Republican commissioner keeps the Republican keys to their locks. And then one of the Democratic commissioners keeps the keys to those locks. So you have to have both a Republican and a Democrat there to open the box. And there's a seal on it. And we write down the numbers of both seals. There's one for the Republicans and one for the Democrats. And, you know, if it's broken, then we know that, you know, that something's wrong with that. But we have really good election integrity. As the Secretary of State says, it's hard to cheat in Tennessee. I think the only challenge that we would face is probably, you know, making sure we have enough poll workers and getting uh, people out to vote and making sure that you're registered to vote before the deadline. Obviously, there's a ton of people running for county commission and city council. Have you noticed? interestingly that there is a slew of Republican candidates, so I'm sure that primary is going to be interesting. But everyone else is running as an independent. I've been curious. I don't know if that has any effect. There's only like one Democrat running in the county commission. Everyone else is either a Republican or an independent. And for me personally, I love that because I don't really like to prescribe to a political party if I don't have to because I just don't like to be put in that box. So for people to finally sort of open their eyes and be like, you know what? I'm going to run as an independent. I hope that some of them actually win because that would be a shot across the bow, so to speak, to say, hey, moderates are doing it for themselves, right? So not to put words in your mouth, but I'm just saying that's something that's really been interesting to watch. So Amos, talk a little bit about the power local electors have in how, as voters, we review candidates' voting records and hold them accountable to campaign promises. I think locally, you know, you you have the power to put someone in office that may believe a certain way that you do on taxes or what to do with a certain issue that you know is going to come up schools, school funding, things like that. I would encourage everybody to, to get out and vote because it's their voice on, you know, where you want your tax dollars, who you want to represent you, things you believe in locally. I think the best place to, to review anybody's uh, voting records is you can look online. I know at this Cookville City Council and the Putnam County Commission, you can look at their agenda and minutes. Uh, and the minutes, you know, will say how commissioners voted. Just like the election commission, we have minutes that people can go to the election office and say, I would like to have a copy. And, you know, you could see what we discussed, how we voted and things like that. So I, I would encourage people to always check that stuff out. What reasons would the average voter have to reach out to locally elected officials? And how can we get in touch with our local politicians? Locally here, you know, where county mayor and city mayor, you know, you can go to their offices and say you would like to meet with them. Catch him at Kroger. Yeah, check out the website of the Putnam County and, and Cookville and Monterey and all good. 
They have phone numbers on there. Of course, with the state legislature, you can get on the website and get in touch with their office, see if you can make an appointment for their office in Nashville or if they would meet you here in the district, you know, for coffee or or whatnot. So the website is capital.tn.gov. And I know from personal experience interning with Representative Ryan Williams that he schedules appointments with constituents on a regular basis, whether it's in the district or it's at the Capitol. Amos, I'm sure if somebody walked into the election commission office and had questions, you guys would be more than happy to help answer any questions, right? Exactly. They're open um, eight to four, Monday through Friday. And if you go over there and have questions on, you know, am I eligible to vote? They'll ask you some questions. And if you are, they'll get you registered. If you need to talk to any of us that are our commissioners, they'll give you, you know, our contact information. They do a great job of keeping everybody informed of election dates, deadlines, not not just for voters, because there's deadlines for candidates on filing their paperwork and things like that. So you can even call them. And if you have a question on when the election dates for this year, the early voting dates, right. deadlines to register to vote, uh, deadlines for absentee ballot requests, things like that. So definitely get over there and ask them because they will help you out and, and they do a great job. What should voters consider before casting their ballots? Definitely do your research on where they stand, you know, the issues that you believe in. Locally, you could probably even call them on the phone and talk with them. Uh, Now, if it's a higher office, you know, president or Congress or governor, check out their websites. You know, I would just encourage people to, you know, do your research of who's running. What does that office do? How do you want that office to, to work? And then just find the candidate, you know, that best aligns with your issues and then go vote. If someone isn't registered to vote or is voting for the first time, what do they need to know and what is the deadline for registration? Actually, you can register online. You can register from the Secretary of State's website. Our website also has the link to that. You can download the form off of the website and mail it to our office here in Cookville. You can go into the election office uh, and register that way. The deadline, if I'm not mistaken, is 30 days before each election that you have to be registered by. And when is the election? Uh, We have an election on May 3rd. Mm -hmm. We have another one in August. And then, of course, uh, we have one in November. That's the general, right? The May election is the primary for uh, state judicial and county offices. The August election is the primary for state and federal offices like governor, Congress, senator, and state house and state senate. And then it's the general election for the county offices and for the judicial offices that we have here in in Putnam County. And then November will be the general election for state and federal offices and the state legislature. Nice. Before we wrap up, I just want to ask you one question because you've participated in a numerous amount of campaigns. You've ran for office. Something that I've been sort of kicking around running for office at some point in my life, I don't know if it's going to be 20 years from now, would you ever consider repealing Citizens United and taking money out of politics? Is that something that you think is a good idea or a bad idea? Personally, you know, I I think money shouldn't be involved just because I think it doesn't help. And of course, we know we see how the national elections go. And but I would just reiterate that locally, you know, we have free, fair elections. Oh, yeah. Yes. You have to be registered to vote. You can't just go in and and cast a ballot or go somewhere else and cast a ballot. You know, you, you 
cast one vote for one person, one office. And, you know, our poll workers make sure you're registered. And if there's a problem, they help fix that on, you know, election day, if there's a problem with something. But definitely encourage, you know, people to register to vote, make use of those early voting hours and election day. And the only reason that I ask is because every single time that I talk to anybody that's holding office and they talk about either running for the next tier. So like if you're a rep, you run for state senate. If you're a state senator, you might want to run for Congress. The one thing that keeps coming up over and over and over again is whoever has the most money is probably going to win. They have a better chance of winning because they can fund their campaign or whoever raises the most money is going to win. If money is involved mm-hmm. and, and that's this is my personal opinion sure. is if someone wins that office that they're running for, they have to focus some of their attention while they're in that office on raising money for the next, you know, election if they're going to run again. And I think that just takes time away from their constituents and takes time away from what they were elected to do. And the people that gave them, and I'm not trying to say this happens every time, but the people that donate large sums of money or the corporations, the companies that donate large sums, when they tap that person on the shoulder that's holding elected office and says, hey, man, or woman, remember that uh, 50K or 100K that, you know, I donated to your campaign or to your PAC? Can you help me on this regulation? Or, you know, I'm working with this lobbying agency, you know, can you kind of connect me with the right reps or senators? And that's why I think, in my opinion, repealing Citizens United would allow for people like you and me and the rest of the citizenry to be able to dictate how politics works. Because a candidate can't run a campaign unless they get donations directly from the public. And I would I would add one thing to that. Sure. People can go and check and see, you know, who's donated to the campaigns. Uh, you can check state offices and candidates that are local will file paperwork with us at the election office of their financial reports. And, and those are open to the public. So if yeah. anybody wants to know, that, that's another thing that I say that we have open elections that, you know, all of our work is in the open, in the public view. Uh, And I would encourage people to come to our meetings and see what we do and be a part of the process. So we always like to end the show on a high note. Amos, who is someone that makes you better when you're together? I would say is my partner crime and best friend because they served as my treasurer for one of my past political campaigns, but they're always there if I have a question, you know, about should I do this or that? And I think that's probably the one person that is there for me. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Better Together with Costa Yepafontive. If you've enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Leave us a review or better yet, share this episode with a friend. Better Together with Costa Yepafontive is a Costa Yepafontive production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Post-production, mixing, and editing by Mike Franklin. Want to know more about Costa? Visit us at costayepafontive.com. We're better together.